AM 99.1 FM. All sports, all the time. W-E-B-Y, Milton, Pensacola. Well, ESPN Pensacola, 1330 AM and 99.1 FM. This is an interesting show that we're doing today. So just to give you all a heads up, Justin Patrick and our awesome intern, Ren, are live from the Bay Center. As for me, I'm live from Highway 29. That's right. I am on the road doing something I don't think I've ever done before. And I don't think anyone else in this radio station has done before. I'm taking this trip literally on the road. So this is Sports Call. This is Saturday. And we have made it. Justin Patrick, Davis Allen, we are doing something very unique over here. And I am I am very excited. It's vacation time for me, but yeah, I love doing this radio show. So even when I'm on vacation. Day two of the Sunbelt Conference Tournament, live from Pensacola, live from the Pensacola Bay Center. I'm Justin Patrick, and this is Sports Call Dave. So, Justin, usually we come in with Lonely Boy by the Black by the Black Keys, but, you know, I want to change up a little bit different, like incorporate, hey, we're live from here. So you heard that national anthem. as It's going to be game one of today, which will be between Texas State, the four seed, and the one seed being Troy in the women's division as they get ready to get underway here. And alongside me, Davis Allen, not here today, but he'll be opening in uh, here not too long from now. But... Ren Deputy, Glad how you doing? Glad to be here. You second here. day here. Yeah, second day here. You were out here yesterday. How'd it go? It was good. It was good. It was a little chilly. It's really warm in yeah, here it's, it's, this it's, morning. It's a little bit warmer here today compared to what I heard the rumor was yesterday about it being cold. So hearing that, it it's uh, pretty interesting to see that we have it's, it, it's a really good atmosphere out here. I mean, you can't look anywhere in the stadium and not see the letters SBC. I think it's impressive how many things they do in this building. Yeah, I know. I mean, they they I, they really just defined everywhere possible to put up this logo and being the Sunbelt Conference. I mean, as they should. I mean, why not? I mean, it's your conference tournament. You're alive, Pensacola. They went all out. It's a beautiful court, though. I think Davis Allen should be opening in. Davis, are you there with us? Yeah, man. Can you hear me? Hey, Justin, can you hear me? I can hear you just fine right now, man. How you doing? All right, good. I I, I think we you. have a little bit of a – okay, good. We have a little bit of a lag going on. So when I talk, it appears that you hear me about three seconds later. So it's all good. Actually, as a matter of fact, I had uh, – at least I thought I was on earlier. I hopped in, and I started talking about how I am doing something I don't think anyone at the station has ever done before. And I am literally taking the show on the road as I'm driving along Highway 29. I'm on my way to Atlanta, Georgia right now. And we are going to be flying out tomorrow to go to Chicago, do a little bit of an adventure up there. My fiance's best friend goes to nursing school up there. And her friend Alex even said, the second we arrive to Chicago tomorrow, we're going straight to Wrigleyville, Wrigleyville. So she knows exactly what it is I always look for whenever it comes to a road trip. 
if it somehow involves baseball, then we're good to go. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be joining the show for at least about 30 minutes while we are cruising along. You know, it keeps me entertained as I'm driving to definitely try and host a radio show. I think it's fun. And you guys are at the Bay Center. We were there yesterday with Chad Brilliante on the Sports Drive as the Sun Belt Conference is going on. And game between South Alabama and UL Monroe today. You guys are going to have a good game in front of you today as uh, you're going to be seeing some women's basketball. I, I, I'll be honest, on today, as I've been spending my morning packing, I don't even know who is playing. But regardless, it sounds like we're going to have a good time. You guys at the stadium, me on the road. This is a unique show, to say the least. Yeah, this show, it's going to be interesting to see how things go about with trying to do these broadcasts here from the stadium. Um, we got Texas State and Troy going in at first for the first game of the day. I know you're going to Atlanta right now, and... I just wanted to ask, so Wrigley Field, has that been one of the ball fields you've seen yet, or is that one you're still waiting to check off? Actually, I've been to Wrigley. The last time I was in Chicago, I was with my best friend Joey, and we went to the Cubs versus Angels. So I have been to the Wrigley Field. I've been to Wrigleyville. And Addison Russell, Pace native uh, from the area, he hit a home run during the game. This was the year the Cubs won the World Series back in 2016. So, yes, I have been to Wrigley, and I've also been to Fenway. So I've been to two of the most historic baseball parks there are. And I, uh, I, I've already checked that off the list, but still, I, I want to go. So I'm looking forward to doing that tomorrow. Yeah, Wrigley is one of the places I haven't had a chance to visit yet. Um, I, my dad did. He brought me back a snow globe from it. It's the second oldest ballpark in, in the MLB after Fenway Park, of course. Fenway being probably my top one I want to visit just because of the history that goes into that stadium and the green monster. Like I have a giant pop-up book of Fenway Park and that block of where that ballpark is located and just like all the roads and everything and the locations in Boston. And it's actually a really cool book. My art teacher in elementary school gave it to me knowing how big of a baseball fan I was. Shout out to you, Miss Miller. I don't know where you are these days, but hey, Miss Miller, I appreciate that book. It's always cool to have something like that. Uh, Fenway Park's probably my top ballpark though I want to visit. Using both really again. saying but you gave a shout out to miss miller like you it's like we're going to be getting some basketball action going on here shortly justin tell us who is going to be playing at the base center right now as the sunbelt conference continues on this saturday where we will be seeing the the first and second seeds get underway against the teams who had competed yesterday at the base center as well as psc but what's the matchup we have going on right now So at the base center right now, we're having the four seed at Texas State go against Troy, who is the one seed for the women's division. That's getting ready to kick off right now here at 11. And then at Pensacola State at 11.30, we'll have the three seed in Appalachian State 
go up against Texas Arlington also for the women's division. And then later on at 1.30 today, I believe for the other side of the division, it's going to be South Alabama going in against Louisiana Lafayette as well. All right. So some good basketball action. And it was really cool earlier this morning. It wasn't very long, but I was watching SportsCenter as we were getting packed up. And I saw briefly some highlights of the Sun Belt action on SportsCenter. To see the Pensacola Bay Center decked out in Sun Belt gear, the court, I cannot stress this enough, is beautiful. To see it on ESPN was a complete treat. And you can watch all the action on ESPN3 which is a you can stream that I stream ESPN through my Roku. So you, you can watch basketball that way. If you cannot make it to the base center or PSC, you can also on ESPN two Monday, the championship games are going to be on ESPN two. So you can catch the game there. If you cannot make it to the championship game, however, if you do make it to the championship game, you're going to be treated to some really good basketball. Also bring a jacket and Ren can tell you bring a jacket. Cause it is freezing inside that building it's normally a hockey stadium well they're playing basketball but the cold never left it's still freezing inside probably more cold inside than it is outside so if you're at the stadium you haven't gone yet you, you plan on going bring a jacket you're gonna need it what it's well actually today, davis actually um so we've been running around here all day like just you know trying to make sure we have everything set up for this broadcast and we're actually me and Ren, we, we kind of like broke up a little bit of a sweat for a little bit there for a second uh so yeah we're, we're we don't need the jacket today. i got khakis and my polo on so i'm chilling right now with where i'm at but i will say this i remember i was calling play-by-play -play for uwf's baseball game versus mississippi college which was game one of that series last night uwf won seven three and i remember looking down at my phone around the eighth inning and i see Louisiana Monroe takes crazy shot clock violation shot on my phone. I click on the notification. It's from ESPN. Click on the notification. And there's Sunbelt Conference right there from the base that are popping up on my phone. And, you know, it made me feel good to see that moment because it's us. We're broadcasting from it. It's in our city. It made me feel good seeing that ESPN is posting our city from where we are because you got Pensacola Bay Center right on the bottom of this court where ESPN's broadcasting their games from. And it, it was a great thing to see. You know, and I, I feel like I always have to preface this. Whenever I say this, I am not showing any disrespect to my alma mater, UWF, because they are national champions in football. They've been national champions in soccer, tennis, baseball. They, they were NAIA champions in softball back in the day. So I'm not trying to disrespect my alma mater, UWF, but this is an opportunity for Pensacola to showcase some really talented Division One basketball. But more than that, this is an opportunity for Pensacola to showcase itself. How often is it that Pensacola gets featured on the national sports stage? It doesn't really happen often at all. You will have guys like Bubba Watson who will go out and he won the Masters, and that sort of showcased Pensacola and the surrounding area. Although he's from Milton, he lives in Pensacola now. He, uh, he helped put Pensacola on the map from a sporting perspective. You also have guys, you know, like, uh, Roy Jones Jr., who always says Pensacola in the house, Emmett Smith, Derek Brooks. So Pensacola, in terms of athletes, tends to get put on the stage, but Pensacola as a city itself is never really showcased. 
But now with the Sunbelt Conference here and the national programming of ESPN coming to town to showcase Pensacola, this is our opportunity to really display ourselves. And for the visitors that are coming in, really, we're no, we're no secret when it comes to tourism. We're one of the best beaches in the United States. So people love to come here if they want to have a nice beach vacation. But how often is it televised? So now this is an opportunity for Pensacola to really showcase itself. We want the Sunbelt Conference to be able to come back here. But Keith Gill was saying it on Sports Drive the other night when I was guest hosting with Chad. We want to, this to be more than just the basketball tournament in the future. Not only is the basketball tournament here, but we want other college tournaments and other conferences to say, you know what, we want to go to Pensacola to host our tournament. I know the volleyball NCAA championships normally take place at neighboring Orange Beach, but we want people to want to come to Pensacola and spend their dollars here as well. So this is a tremendous opportunity for us to be able to showcase what it is this city is about. We have some good facilities. I know I'm not trying to get into the argument about the Bay Center right now and that we need a new facility. I think many people here that go to the facility know that eventually we will need something new. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and argue about that now. But right now we have the entertainment, we have the bars and restaurants, we do have the facility to be able to host this basketball tournament, we have the hotels, and although we don't actually have a bridge that can take you to the beach in a convenient manner, if you're wanting to make a little bit of extra of a trip, we have one of the best beaches in the United States to go along with your experience here. And also here we have especially with sporting opportunities you know i will say this the opportunity that pensacola has with this tournament and the contract they have signed just imagine when because we're, we're doing this here in the four years following and i want to mention how if when covid's away and this tournament can be packed out as much as it can be. Imagine there's a there's a year that Troy or South Alabama, they go to the championship of this tournament, and just imagine how much people will travel and pack this stadium out. There's so much potential there for this tournament to actually do really good for Pensacola. And I also want to mention the fact of how these restaurants and bars, they're perfect for the setting. I know that Rodizio's, they're going to be catering to the men's, uh, men's South Alabama basketball team. You know, so it's, there's a lot of opportunity that Pensacola has to do this, and I, and I would love to do it. And the Bay Center, yeah, it's not the greatest thing in the world. It's pretty much very mediocre. It's very old. I've been coming here for as long as I've lived here for concerts. The thing is, it does its job. It has the opportunity. It can, it can hold a tournament. It can hold concerts. It can hold basketball courts. And so it can hold a basketball tournament. So why not have it? And it's, and it's a beautiful scenery, too. Like, this is probably one of my favorite setups I've ever seen the Bay Center really have. I mean, the ice fires, of course, but when it comes to this, I mean, this is a really slick setup that we have going on at the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. Davis, you still there?
Ren, I think we might have lost Davis there for a second. I think he's gone. I think we did. It's uh, it's it's okay. We'll get him back probably sometime around here soon. I'm expecting a text or, so, or something from Davis here soon. But we're underway here at Texas State. They're down 7-8 right now. The Troy with seven minutes left here in the first quarter. Is it looking to be a pretty solid day of basketball that we have going on here? I'm excited to be here for tomorrow for the semifinals and the broadcasting here with Chad for Monday as well. game is moving really fast actually like very fast pace yeah right now we got a foul right there a charge right there on Troy and so right now it's 10-7 here in the first quarter and it's six and a half minutes left but we're gonna head and take our quick first timeout of the program you're listening to Sports Call with Davis and Justin on ESPN Pensacola 1330 AM 991-FM we're live from the Pensacola Bay Center for the Sunbelt Conference Tournament Hi there, this is Chris Fowler of ESPN and ABC, and you're listening to Sports Call with Davis and Justin on ESPN Pensacola, 1330 AM, 99.1 FM. Sports call with Davis and Justin right here on ESP Pensacola. I had to play Lonely Boy that time because we weren't able to play it the first segment just because of the fact I wanted to let the the national anthem just play through the headsets and like kind of incorporate the sound that is the Sunbelt Conference Tournament for this first game of the day. So I uh, played it in there just to get it in, make sure we have everything going for here for this show as we are live from the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. Davis Allen should be on the line with us. Davis, are you still there? So I guess we still don't have Davis right now. Uh, but score is 13-7 Troy here with 4.56 left in the first quarter. Ren Deputy, who was out here yesterday, she'll be joining me for the remainder of the show. It's, it's going to be a short show today. I'm going to cut it about 30 minutes short, and then uh, we're, we'll be heading out here around 12.30 because we have our other obligations that we have to do. I have to be calling play-by-play -play for game two of the Mississippi College and UWF baseball series. I'll be going on game two. We'll be at one today, and then there'll be a doubleheader, so game four right after that. Right after that, well, Will Kenny will be delivering all the action in game three. Hopefully, UWF can secure this series for their third straight series win in game two, coming up here at 1 o'clock. It was a good game yesterday out there at the UWF baseball. Um, it, was, it was pretty wild. I, yeah, there was, was a lot of action. I will say this. Mississippi College has some rowdy fans. I was like, because they were, and they, they they travel, which I was like, okay, you travel to watch your team play. They don't have a conference win yet, but okay, travel to watch a team play. And so they did, and they were pretty rowdy. I mean, it was a close game throughout. Um, it was 1-1 pretty much most of the way. Then UWF went up 3-1 in the bottom of the six. And then Mississippi State 
uh, Mississippi College, excuse me, they put up another run to make it 3-2, and then the bottom of the eighth, UWF just went absolutely crazy. With that it. home run, and everything was uphill Literally. from there. So it was, um, it was Jason Roberts. He gets an RBI uh, double. And then Mike Scordo, he takes the ball deep to left field for a two-run homer. They get it for three runs there. And then Adam and Wale, he gets a double off the wall, off center field wall. He, he that one a, was close. Yeah. I thought it was going out. I mean, you can't really call weight room when a guy drives it to deep center off the wall. I mean, like, come on. Like, anywhere else in the ballpark that's out of there, but straight dead center. I mean, can't blame the guy for hitting off the wall there. His first hit of the season actually last night being with that double. And then I believe there was another RBI single after that coming from, I believe it was True Fontenot that had the RBI single there to make it then 7-2. Then Mississippi College in the bottom of the not, top ninth, they put up another run, and that was all they could do, and they lost 7-3 for game one. Mississippi College, they're 3-7 and seven on the season, 0-7 in conference play. UWF now 9-4 and four in conference play, 9-4 and four overall as well. Haven't don't play, not playing any non-conference games this season. Uh, two weeks ago, they beat Delta State in their th- in the third game to win that series. And then last week, Alabama-Huntsville in three games as well to win that series. So they are right now won back-to-back series for conference play. They've only lost one series so far this year. It's just shorter and two games to one. And then they also won the first their first series of the year versus West Alabama. So UWF baseball having a really solid year. They they're only two, they lost twice to shorter, and then once to Delta, and then once to Alabama Huntsville. So hopefully, you know, keeping things going versus Mississippi College. Don't want to give them their first conference win this weekend. Ryan Brewer had an okay outing on the mound, not a bad job. He got hit a pretty good amount, and then also Bryce Lewis from Mississippi College. He had a really decent outing from the left side of the mound. I mean, it was it was a good day of baseball last night. I can't wait to see what's going to happen because I will say this: both dugouts very vocal. The coaches get very involved. Uh, it, it, actions were speaking. Like I'll say that. It, it was interesting to see how things are going to turn out today's game because there's a lot of energy, a lot of tension going into this game. The ump sure had a lot of energy last night. Dude, there was a lot going on. That was crazy. There I was... mean, I've never seen an ump be so – it was kind of funny but so vocal to a team. I remember – We had uh, some batter interference, some profanity on the a, field. We had a catcher interference, batter interference. Uh, I know one catcher, he, he cussed at one dugout. There was warnings signaled to both dugouts for the game. And I remember UWF puts in Brendan Case and the, the close the game out on the top of the knife, and Case throws a pitch. It's right there on the outside corner. It looked like a strike to me. And after he throws that pitch, Ump calls it a ball, and you hear a lot of chatter from the UWF dugout. Ump takes off his mask and says, you told me not to call that pitch. You told me not to call that pitch, so I didn't call it. I was just like, all right, man, all right. It's, look, we, we only need one more out. Can we just stop and just go home? Like, come on, man. Like, what, what are you trying to prove? Well, like, there's nothing. Nothing you can really prove with that. But it was it's still a good day of baseball. I'm excited to see what happens here at 1 o'clock. So I'm going to be – we'll be wrapping the show here around 1230 to try and get things going. But – Right now, Troy with a pretty solid lead, eight points up on Texas State here at 227 left in the first quarter. Make it now seven points up. I kind of just want to do play by play, you know, like just really ring it in, you know. Just going to drive to the right side of the court, pass it out to the wing. I will say I'm not a basketball person, but, you know, this is to be here now live is pretty. I don't know any of the players' names because, one, I do not keep up with women's basketball, nor have I studied for this game because – you know, I'm not doing play-by-play, play, but 
It's a, it's still really cool to be like in this type of atmosphere. I mean, we have the Texas State radio team. They're two tables down from us, and I see Troy's table, a couple of tables down from them as well for their radio broadcast. So it's going to be interesting to see. I ran to the uh, guy who's running the shot clock, Frank. So Frank, you know, no, you're not listening to me, but good luck to you in this tournament this weekend. And you know, had a good conversation with him in the media workroom. Very nice guy. All chowing down. Yeah, we. I, Pre-game I, snack. I wasn't just chowing down. I was woofing down. I mean, Davis food. was stuck in, stuffing his face with cookies and Doritos. So. I mean, here's my here's my thing. Like, I had to check it out because so my my busy day consists of I get here at ten fifteen. Had to leave my house at 9.30, get to the studio, pick up a couple things, then go to come here, meet up a friend. Then had to set up everything. We're running around, this, we had to set up the system over here. I mean, set up a banner. And it was honestly crazy. And then we have like 10 minutes left. I'm like, I'm kind of hungry, and this is like my only time I could find food to eat. So I go downstairs, I get like chicken, green beans. While Justin's taking his whole full five-course meal, yeah. I'm making a pre-nine-minute show sprint down to the car in the secret tunnel, sweating. Yeah, I don't like you posted that on your on your uh, private story. I was like, what tunnel is she? I've never seen There's that part of the There's a secret tunnel in this place, and it's hot in there. And I was sprinting. I had to get that aux cord. I mean, I had to get the aux cord so we can you know play our music and you know, play everything that we need. You know, like our lonely boy that we always play to open up the show here for Sports Call with Davis and Justin, which you are listening to live on ESPN 54, 1330 AM, 991FM. And we're live from the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. Troy and Texas State, both women's teams, playing in here right now, Texas State, making it now a six-point deficit behind Troy. And it's uh, not, not a lot of fans out here. I, I would say may, we maybe have, might have a solid 60. There was more yesterday. I think I think the evening games draw a larger oh, yeah, the, crowd. The, the men's will have draw larger crowds. And see, South Alabama and uh, Louisiana uh, Louisiana University, they'll be playing here at Pensacola State at 1.30, I believe, which I would have liked to go to that game. But due to Pensacola State being a little bit more stricter on COVID concerns, there's really no media members allowed to do those games at all. So it sucks to see that, but oh well. What can you, what can you really do, you know? easier to social distance in here for sure oh no doubt i mean like all these you see a bunch of seats when you come in here just have yellow tape across four seats and then you'll have four seats that don't have yellow tape and you'll have maybe two seats that don't have yellow tape i mean it's like it's all scattered about which i mean it's not surprising but i see a lot of troy red in here I think I mean, the majority that, Troy fans in here right now. There's a lot of South yesterday. I shouldn't mean, be, that's not surprising. These are though. our closest teams. Yep. Yeah. Which I'm hoping to see South or Troy go for for both men and women's go deep into this tournament. Just to the fact that I want to see the energy that can be brought come semifinals or finals for these games because I think it'd be really cool to have an Alabama team in this in this tournament in the finals. Just to the fact that we're gonna have fans here and I want to see like I want to hear noise. Like I, I like to see the fan appearance. Even though it's uh, we can't have the most, and that was a good play right there by her to break off that that rundown. Wow, she came in and pickpocketed her from the back. That was really good. All these teams that I've seen play this weekend so far, very high energy, very interactive from the sideline. You know, they don't have a bench; they're not together. They're all spaced out, but they still keep up a really good energy on the side. Which we see a similar action happen with UWF basketball. I mean, it's it's all throughout all college basketball that we see that they're all scattered about, and they can't really have um, 
you know, players close unless they're on the court. And, you know, they have to, well, they don't have to wear a mask on the sidelines, I guess, because I mean, none of the Troy players are wearing a mask right now. None of the, neither of the Texas State players. Uh, so, you know, I mean, it really is what they want to do. And what as long as they're not breaking any rules, they're going to be fine. Coaches do have to wear a mask, though. That is true. And we're taking down to the last five seconds of the first quarter here. Troy break on a rundown here with two seconds. Going to throw it up on the buzzer. And she misses that shot. And that'll make 23-15 at the end of the first quarter. Troy in the lead here. Very cool atmosphere that we have going on. Breaking down some of the games yesterday, though, from Pensacola State for the women's games, we had... Arkansas State and Georgia Southern go at it. Excuse me, the men's games. We had Arkansas State and Georgia Southern go at it, and Arkansas State winning that game 62-58. Then South Alabama playing Louisiana Monroe, then winning that game 80-72. Then Texas Arlington and Troy, the three seed and six seed going at it there. And Troy with the upset over Texas Arlington, 91-86. And App State and Little Rock going at it. App State winning that game 67-60. So, I know Kevin King, our chief of operations, he's from App State, him and his wife, Tasca. Shout out to shout out to them. Now, I will say this, App State, not a fan because, well, when they play Marshall, which they will be playing in football this coming up season, I'm never a fan of what they can do, what happens there. But, yeah, um, I'm curious to see what's going to happen with uh, App State because they are the four seed and Troy being the six seed, South Alabama the three seed. So a couple local teams that made it past the first round. So that's good to see that. Later on today here from the Bay Center, we'll have Georgia State, the one seed, their first game of the tournament, going in against Arkansas State. And then we'll have Louisiana, Louisiana Lafayette. They'll be going against South Alabama from Pensacola State. That'll be the two seed for their first game, going in against South Alabama. I just had a stat monitor set in front of me right here. Yeah, I know. Look that's, how nice. I'm like... Shout out to the kind man that just brought this to us. I know. That's that's actually really unique. I wish I could use more of those for broadcast. You know how helpful this would be if I had this, like, from for baseball games? Yeah. It's so nice. Like, I always just, steal your sheet at the baseball game because yeah. I'm trying to know yeah. what's going on. <laughs> and then uh, also later on today, we're going to have Pensacola, at Pensacola State College. It'll be Troy and Coastal Carolina going at it and then also App State and Texas State they'll be going at it at the Bay Center here at 8 o'clock so that'll be a good game to watch. Uh, I won't be able to attend any of these games but tomorrow uh, we'll have game 5 winner and game 6 winner going at it here from the Bay Center and then game 7 winner and game 8 winner they'll be going at it. I do not have that bracket really pulled up to the proper extent. I believe yeah it'd be the winner of Troy and South and Coastal Carolina will face the winner of App State and Texas State. And then the winner of South Alabama and Louisiana Lafayette will face the winner of Arkansas and Georgia State, which sounds really confusing. It's a lot to keep up with, and I'm sorry to all of our listeners. I'm just trying to explain it. And, you know, of course, that, tomorrow will be the semifinals. Both those games will take place here from the Bay Center. Um, one meet at 530, the other one being at 8. And then we'll have the championship here on Monday from 6 o'clock. Chad Berliante, he'll be live here from the Bay Center. For sports drive, five to seven, which is going to be unique, going to be pretty cool. You know, I'm excited to see the championship, especially if it's going to be Troy or South, a very close team at least, see who comes out. 
it will be interesting to see. I, like I said, I mentioned this to Davis whenever we still had him a part of the show. <laughs> and he is now somewhere in, I think, I think he's in, last time he texted me, he was in Century, Florida. So I'm like, not the greatest service. Not too far, but not too close either. Yeah, not the greatest service he had, really had there. Um, going over the women's games, though, for Pensacola, uh, Pensacola State College at 11.30 yesterday, we had Texas State and Georgia Southern. Texas State blowing out Georgia Southern 94-61, which that's a big win. And then App State and Louisiana Monroe. App State winning that game 70-60. And then Little Rock and Coastal playing. Little Rock beating Coastal 75-64. South Alabama and Arkansas State, they played yesterday as well. South Alabama beating Arkansas State 73-64. But Texas State now in this game, down eight right now to Troy, who is the one seed. But they had a big blowout win over Georgia Southern yesterday. And coming up here, which should be starting right now over at Pensacola State, it should be the women's game where App State and Texas Arlington, they'll be facing in against each other. App State, who beat Louisiana Monroe by 10 yesterday. Should be interesting to see how these games roll out after today. I won't be able to keep up with them throughout the entire day, but I'll be checking in to see what happens. Uh, right now, Texas State down six with nine minutes left in the second quarter. It'd be a big win for them if they can just knock off the one seed uh, and being in Troy. I can't really say I want that to happen just for, because, like I said, we want the as local as possible to happen here. And Troy and South Alabama are those two teams coming from Mobile that we would love to see here in the semifinals and championship. Right now, Troy using a lot of ball movement right here. As she kicks it to the baseline, that one will be off the back iron. And it'll be Texas State's ball. Very unique. Trying to inbound this pass. You know, we say we wish it was louder in here with fans, you know, but I think if we were down there, that court sounds pretty loud to me. I mean, yeah. the, the, I mean the acoustics of this place, I mean, they have concerts in here. Like, I've been in here for... I watched Carrie Underwood here when I was seven. I watched Kiss here when I was seven. Actually, I came to watch uh, Disney on Ice here one time, probably like eight, um, and they turned off all the lights in here, and I cried. I was scared of the dark. I My sister made me go home. I watched Barry Manilow, and I was probably the youngest person in this stadium. It's weird to think that where they're playing basketball right now is where we've been ice skating before. Exactly. It, it really does. And you, know, you always wonder, like, how? Like, how do you, how, how do you manage? Chad was telling me yesterday they have ice blocks. They do. Yeah, they do. down um, here. And that's probably why it's a little a little drafty in I here. I mean, it's Chad's very chilly. good friends with the owner, Greg Johnson, uh, of the Ice Flyers. So, they're not surprising that he would know that type of information. And, you know, the Ice Flyers, they won't be playing here this weekend, of course, because we're going to have hardwood instead of hard ice down on the ground here in the Bay Center. And she switches that shot in to make it now 29-20 here in the second quarter for Troy. It is impressive how quickly they built up this basketball court, though. All, you know, is, all of this they, stuff they, is very had, mobile. They've had Harlem Globetrotters come here a couple times. Yeah. That's always been fun to watch. I like watching them. But, I mean, they've put concerts in, like, all sorts of positions here in something, the stadium. Something Davis and I were talking about is that these basketball hoops are completely portable. Yeah. That's impressive that technology has come that far that we can just – here's this. Yep. I mean, that's been going on for a while, though, like late in the 70s and 80s because, like, Madison Square Garden, like, that would be the biggest venue in all of sports back in the 70s and 80s. You know, the Knicks would play there. And 
Ooh, that's a good shot. Uh, Knicks would play there, you know, then they got to roll it out for a concert or something else going on in the garden or like maybe like a WWE event. Who knows? Well, that's another thing. We've had WWE in this arena, too. I'm trying to think of everything that's been I think here. we've had it all, in all honesty. Um, I think the, pretty much the only thing that we had, had in here, probably like football and baseball and softball. because I mean, This is not Tropicana. <laughs> We're not about to start hitting some homers in here. I mean, that'd be cool. You ever just like wanted to be inside like a large venue and just like take a baseball or softball and just yank one just to see what happens and what it would sound like? Like, I, I would do it from up there like 228 off those like top barriers, which because like, this place has some real nosebleeds, and I've never realized it before. And, you know, I can't remember the last time I've actually ever seen them being used. How do you even get up there? I think in all honesty, it's back stairs. It has to be right. I mean, that's where the the ESPN, the ESPN Plus, they're broadcasting. Their cameras are up there to broadcast onto the floor, which. And they also have it down on the uh, the staircase, which all those are blocked off and tarped off. Which I think the last time that, in my personal experience here at the Basin, or that I've seen those upper sections be used was for the Kiss concert, which that was huge. Like, that was massive. I've been here, and also Jimmy Buffett concert. I've been here for a Jimmy Buffett concert, too. I've been here for Kid Rock, um, Buck Cherry. We both graduated high school in yeah. here. I didn't. You didn't? No, I graduated on the, uh, Milton, Milton has their graduation on the, on the football field. Oh. We're one of the last, like, one of the last schools that do that. Well, I graduated. Oh, she swished that from deep, making it now 34-22, Texas State. They have a lot of work to do to try and catch up to keep their tournament hopes alive. Is it, this tournament is all single elimination, so you're one and done. You know, you don't want it to happen. And... We are coming up on a break right here, so we'll be back bringing you more action between Texas A and Troy. We're in deputy by my side, Davis Allen on the road. You're listening to Sports Call with Davis and Justin on ESPN Pensacola, 1330 AM, 991 FM. Getting a sports call with Davis and Justin right here live from the Sun Belt Conference Tournament on ESPN Poet 1330 AM 991 FM. Your Beach Bops playlist made me want to go to the beach. Dude, I was at the beach yesterday. It wasn't a bad day, a little overcast. We were out at the beach Thursday, actually, though. It was uh, cold. It was it cold. Went, that sun went down, we were frosting. Yeah, like that was, uh, that's what sucks about March is like, yeah, the sun's out during the day, you're having a good time, you're probably getting a little color to your skin, and then. Sun goes down. You're freezing. Ren's like, give me your hoodie. I'm like sweating playing beach volleyball, though, as I usually do. I'm always running around if I'm at a flounders playing playing beach volleyball. I had a flannel, a fleece jacket, and Justin's jacket has a blanket on my legs. Yep. She was, I was freezing. freezing sitting down in that chair. And then, like, we had to beg flounders to turn the fire pit on just so, like, everyone could, like, be warm. It's like we all left the volleyball court to just sat around the fire pit and just, like, talked, and, like, then we all left. Fighting for every ounce of warmth. I know. Like, the fire pit, like, the wind would just, like, blow it different directions, and, like, you just come out and, like, lean with it, rock with it. Lean with it, rock with it. Oh, God. And then, all right, so right now, still in the second quarter, about four and a half minutes left here for between Troy and Texas State. Troy up 10 right now as they are the one seed, Texas State being the fourth seed. As she airballs that shot. 
Troy going to push down the court, going to pass it out left. As someone who religiously watches baseball, this is a very, very fast-paced game. Correct. I think I forget that about basketball. Correct. Which yesterday was a fast-paced baseball game. I will it say was, that. It was. I mean, more than usual. Yeah, because we, we were an hour into the game and we were already in the bottom of the sixth, which I was like, I've never played a baseball game this quick. Because usually, like in high school, like that that means your, your game is pretty much over when you hit the bottom of the sixth. Unless it's super close, your game is pretty much over. And then it was like, I we probably left there around nine. Yeah, which is yeah. the last three innings took a pretty good amount of time. Which that's baseball for you. I mean, that really is just baseball for you. Like, I got the, the game started at six. We were already heading to the bottom of six at seven, and then we left at nine. The huh. ninth was dragging on. <laughs> I was like, are, are we still in the top? Well, we're because like the, the starting the starting pitchers pitched throughout the first six innings, and then it was bullpen changes and bullpen changes and arguments between head coaches and umpires. It was just like, all right, man, all right, all right, all right. We get it, we get it, we get it. And I'm hoping today, like, you know, it moves on kind of quick. I do have other obligations to get to throughout the day. You know, hopefully, you know, everything moves pretty pretty swiftly, pretty smooth. I'd like to see that happen. And Texas State, they're narrowing the lead of Troy as they've now moved it within seven as they were down 13. It's going to be interesting to see what this tournament becomes when there's no COVID. Troy putting up two there. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with this tournament. Um, just for just for the fact that with COVID, it's not the greatest. But they're still they're still holding the events. They're still having the the bars. The each team has their own home bar. No Badlands on Palafox. They are Louisiana Monroe, uh, Louisiana Lafayette's home bar. And uh, Perfect Plane, they're South Alabama's, which I know, like, that's actually a pretty solid bar. Perfect Plane with the size that they, they are. And then the local capacity that South Alabama would bring. And Texas State, they're not happy with a certain call right there. You're hearing a lot of boos from, come from, what, maybe 30 people wearing Texas State colors? Yeah, I mean, you guys should hear it. I mean, he's pretty loud. I, I, mean, I, I don't know what that was, that, that sound that just escaped from whoever's body that was, but it was very deep. A lot of shatter. We got some angry fans down here. Yeah, man. I mean, they're, they're, they're vocal. Speaking of vocal, Mississippi College yesterday, vocal. Yeah. I know when Mike Scordo dropped the ball, I don't know who it was, but it was like some teenager. Like, he drops the ball. Do, nothing bad happens. And she, uh, a little girl just goes, ha, ha, you dropped it, as loud as it can be, when it is dead silent. And I'm just like. I think I heard that, actually. Yeah. I, heard, I was just yeah. like, who's this guy? And then, like, next pitch, Gordo catches the ball, and someone from UWS sides, oh, he caught it that time. I was just like, that is the most petty stuff I've ever heard of you say at a baseball game. Because, like. I think my favorite part of that baseball game is the fact that they have um, dogs cut out sitting in the stadium. Which there will Wearing... be a, there will be a bark in the park day on March 20th. Yes. So like if I I should bring Zuno to do the broadcast with me. Honestly, I don't know if that's a good idea. I don't know how. how much I, I think keep Leo would be more well behaved. Than, Le yeah. Leo would be a great. See, me and Ren, we're both golden owners. We'll bring like, Grandpa Golden yeah. out there. Grandpa Dio, like 
me and Ren being both golden retriever owners, and I have my dog, Zuno. She has Leo, and Leo being the old man that he is, what, six now? Nine. What? Nine in September. Grandpa, I'm he's telling a, you. He moves pretty well for, for his age. He is very agile for a nine-year-old. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was like seven, maybe eight. He moves eight. better than me, and I'm only 20. I mean, he's fast. in too. dog years, he's old. That man, he is fast. He zooms. In dog years, that man's 56, man. He's pumping it. Slightly apprehensive to take him to a baseball game. I think he might think we're playing fetch. True. And, um, and he see ball go up and he, he might take he off. He hears the word ball, and he is ready to go. It's game time. Speaking of the word go, if he hears the word go, he's ready to go. Yeah, just <laughs> let him out of the house the other day. That was Cooper. He was like, so open the door. Cooper tells me, let's go. Leo said, oh, wait, what? Oh, we're going? Takes Bye. off. <laughs> Anyways, all right, sports. Yeah, so no more dog talk. But, yeah, Troy up 10 here with 141 left in the first half over Texas State as they're driving down the court right now. Number 25 for Troy. She has 18 out of 41 points right now. That's she actually is, she's very balling. solid. Yeah. My little stat monitor up here. Yeah, she's the only player in the doubles right now for points. Die, that's her name. So she's pretty good. My dad just texted, texted me and just said, take Mojo. I said, no. <laughs> I think Mojo's more hyper than Zuno. <laughs> Correct, he is. <laughs> I can't, I can't do a play-by-play -play broadcast and hold on to that boxer, man. Mojo's only two years old, and it's just like, gosh, crazy dog. Squirrel. Anyway, so we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back. You love it or hate it. You're listening to ESPN. That's a call at 1330 AM, 991FM. This is Sports Call with Davis and Justin. No Davis. He's on the road heading towards Atlanta right now, so he'll be traveling out to Chicago for the weekend. So I got intern deputy she's out here doing the deputy duties with me and we'll be right back here live from the sunbelt conference tournament hi there this is chris fowler of espn and abc and you're listening to sports call with davis and justin on espn pensacola 1330 a.m 99.1 fm In the sports club with Davis and Justin live from the Sunbelt Conference Tournament right here in the Pensacola Bay Center. All right, Ren Deputy, it's me and you this time. Love it or hate it, as we always do at this time of the hour. So, I got one for you. Oh, look at that. Cat Country 98.7 being shown off here from the Civic Center, our sister station. Look at that. We're up there, actually. Should be. Yeah. Can't wait for it. It's Anyways, be a few so love it or hate it, an Alabama team will be in one of the women's or men's championship games of the tournament. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Why? I would just. I feel like it just feels more hometown to me. You know. Now, which, prefer, which would you rather have? I, I would prefer South. south yeah. You know? Yeah. I know more people that go to South. It feels closer to home. You know. I would love to have South here, just because I know so many kids that went to high school with and. In the area, go to South. Shout so, out Davis's cousin goes to South as yeah, well. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Uh, and there's a pretty good amount of people that go to South Alabama, so it'd be cool to see them and everyone else travel from Mobile, which is not a far drive whatsoever. I mean, what would you say? Maybe an hour from here. 
Yeah. An hour. Yeah. No like, more than an hour. I mean, if your if your college a team is in their conference championship with a chance to go to the NCAA March Madness tournament, why would you not travel to come see it? That's a big deal. I remember when Marshall won the conference, uh, conference championship for Conference USA. Man, we were glued to the TV. I mean, we couldn't travel just because of the fact, like, it was a pretty far drive, and we're like, ah. That's, that yeah. is a lot further. Yeah, for a basketball game, eh. I mean, for football, it's different. I mean, we, we always travel for the conference game for football. Uh, not this last season because of COVID, but, uh, yeah, so... It'll be interesting to see what happens there. And uh, getting ready to round up the first hour here, and then we're going to enter our last segment, which will be we'll be going to around 12.15, 12.20. we got to wrap it up so me and Rank can get to UWF to call this baseball game between Mississippi College and UWF. And, you know, right now we're, we're staying busy. I mean, I'm showing we're in the ropes of radio and, you know, doing broadcasts from a remote location, which, I mean, this is probably, like, one of the coolest places that you can first experience. I know my first one was from uh, the UWF uh, UWF uh, football game between Valdosta State. That was when Jordan Glass and Davis, they were the ones that were the hosts of Sports Call. And now... Yeah, you know, Blister in the Sun, you know, I will say this. My mom put me on that song when I was, like, six. Because we used to go out to, like, uh, the boardwalk at Pensacola Beach. And, like, my mom would always make me go up to the band playing and request them, hey, play Blister in the Sun. Play Blister in the Sun. I was like, I don't know why you love this song so much. And then, like, I caught on. And there's that one point where, like, for, like, a whole month straight, I would wake up, go to my desktop computer, because, you know, technology, not me, what it is today, and I would blare, turn my speakers up all the way, and I would play Blister in the Sun off my computer. And I don't know why, but that's just what it was that I did every morning, probably in, like, third or fourth grade. I have no clue. I'm sorry to everyone who just had to hear him sing that. I am also sorry. I would never suggest me singing. I, I'll, I'm not too bad at this talking thing, but the singing, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's a... Not the greatest thing in the world. We're in our last segment. We're here live from the Sun Belt Conference Tournament. As the, right now, your score is Troy 48, Texas State 31, as it is the first women's game of the day. It's the one seed versus the four seed, one seed being Troy, four seed being Texas State. So, got a good game going on so far. I will say they have some really good ox going on right now. They do. I, th- it's like we're bumping in here. I know. Like These it's, are some it's good been songs. really good. I've always vibed with Pit. Like if Pitbull ever comes on, like I'm dancing. That's just me. I'm dancing. And like, like there's so many songs that I can dance to. At Pitbull. Usually, Hotel Room Service probably my favorite. Knowing that wherever you go to school, I mean, it's pretty fun. Uh, but looking forward, we got. Sunbelt Conference Tournament. Do want to give a shout out to all these colleges and teams, starting with App State. Shout out to Kevin King, Little Rock, Arkansas. Then we have Arkansas State, Coastal Carolina, Georgia Southern, and Georgia State. That is the West Division, I believe. 
Oh no, that's actually just that. That's one. They're scattered about. You have Troy, Texas State University at Texas Arlington, South Alabama University of Louisiana Monroe, and then the Louisiana University and the Raging Cajuns. Pretty solid football team that they had this year. Same with App State and especially Coastal Carolina. Sunbelt made a lot of noise this, this year when it came to football. We call them the fun belt here at ESP Pensacola, according to Chad Brilliante. But yeah, I mean, and college baseball also getting started last week. Uh, it's it's a good time of year right now. I mean, you got March Madness getting ready to really start to roll out here starting tomorrow and Monday. We're less than a month out from MLB opening day. Yeah, we are. And I see a good friend of mine in UWF and Noah who does play, who splits play by play for softball and baseball with me a lot of times. Seeing him out here and out and about, pretty cool to see him. So, and also see a very familiar face and Mr. Chad Brilliante, when it comes to the face of ESPN Pensacola. Chad, how are you doing today, sir? Yeah, man, I mean, we're out here broadcasting. We're having a good time. So, I mean, right now, the two teams have just rolled back out here to get back underway for the second half as Texas State does have much work to do when it comes to trying to be back in this game. And, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to you know, just have a good time, have a good feel, and, like, bring this energy out. We're trying to make this the best atmosphere that we possibly can with COVID being around and whatnot. I know we have to keep our mask on whenever we're walking around, whenever we leave this table. And then other times than that, like if we're talking, we can have our mask off. But if we're not, mask has to stay on, which I mean, that's pretty, pretty fair. They do actually, they sanitize the entire stadium between games. I tried coming in here yesterday between games, meeting up with Davis and they, they kick everybody out. They sanitize everything. That's impressive. Yeah. They have people hand sanitizing everything, like going around. That just seems... They do the whole court, everything. To an extent, does that not seem... I mean, I mean the court, yeah, that makes sense. The benches, that, that makes sense. The keeper's table, that makes sense. But, I mean, like, the whole, whole stadium, like, even all the bleachers? Yep. Interesting. I mean, hey, whatever you want to do to keep COVID concerns to an, an absolute minimum, please do. You know, because if you couldn't, we want to be able to have live basketball. We, we want to be able yeah. to be here. The more conscious we are, the closer we are to getting back, you know. Yeah, to, this is a very big touch of getting back to reality. Yeah. Me personally, I mean. I've always said, like, you know, I, I'll do anything I possibly can to get to as close to normalcy as I possibly can, which... Still not there yet, but, I mean. You know, we started inching that way with baseball, but, you know, it's an outdoor sport. Not many people out there. I mean, I've loved being able to go back to baseball games over at UWF and experiencing that, being doing play-by-play. You know, it's good. Sitting in a bleacher again was really nostalgic. I know, like, because I believe the first time they had fans allowed back for UWF was the Delta State uh, series that weekend and it was nice to have fans out there because come game three on monday i mean there was fans there was a good amount and yeah, we went yeah, extra yeah. innings and it was it was a good game you know so you know it's good to see this happen i'm i'm really stoked to see what happens come monday and tuesday i mean monday sunday and monday with semifinals being tomorrow all these games will be played at sunday and monday right here from the pensacola bay center we got a packed weekend yeah, yeah. T- today's the last day of games at pensacola state so you know it's gonna be interesting to see how that goes which I, we won't be visiting Pensacola State College. I mean, there really isn't a reason to. It's only in the quarterfinals. I made sure that 
my whole schedule is clear to watch these semis and finals just for the fact that, in my opinion, these games are what matter most because, I mean, this is a chance of if you win these tournaments, you win the semifinals tomorrow, hey, you get to go be in the championship. You win that championship, you have a bid to go be in the March Madness tournament, which is huge. So it's cool to say that we have someone that played in this tournament and played here in Pensacola, played in the Pensacola Bay Center, will be playing in the March Madness tournament come here in the next couple weeks. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean that, that's, that's the whole point of this whole tournament is just like, hey, we're going to have someone who can be, go be a Cinderella. Like, you know, that's what's awesome to see, you know, like the, the possibility of that happening. Who knows what it may be. I know Marshall, when they went in and they won against, and they won the Conference USA tournament, they got put as a 14th seed. Who are they playing? Wichita State. I was like, give me that. I'm calling dub. What we do? Upset. That was awesome. I know me and my family, we love that completely. John Elmore having an absolute can of a game. And then we went and lost to West Virginia in the game after. Got blown out by them. But hey, we won the first round. That's cool. I mean, I'll take that. It was, it, was, it, was a good, it was a good victory. It was a good moment. I enjoyed it. Uh, but, yeah, you know, that is the, mar the madness. That is March Madness. I want to see a team like Belmont play in it, you know? It's, it's, I want to be interested in see these teams like, get, get deep in this tournament, like the Dayton, you know, what they've been able to do a couple times. Um, Viola, Chicago, what they've been able to do. Just going deep in this tournament as Cinderella, you know, these sweet stories that may come out in March Madness because it's almost been two years since we've had a March Madness tournament. Yeah, I hate to say that. And she swished that. That was a beautiful ball. I got something for you. Do you think that number 25 is going to break 25? Yes. She's at 18. Yes. I, I think, heck, I'd say maybe 30 at this point. I mean, she's on a great She's on right a now. streak, yeah. I mean, she has. She's, she's one rebound away from a double-double. So, doesn't have an assist on the day. So, I mean, that's on her, but uh, oh, well. But she'll probably have a double-double at the end of this game. That player being die. I believe she's their power forward for Troy. As Troy's going to break down here. Spin move inside. Lays it up off the glass. And that'll be in there. Making it now 50-34. The score here early in the second half as Texas State. They got blown. They blew out Georgia Southern yesterday. And it looks like they're about to be blown out here by the number one seed in Troy. He's played an absolute heck of a season, by the way. Doing an absolute great job. Lays it in off the glass there. Not able to come up with it. Actually, Karanga and Dai are both a rebound away from having a double-double. Which, that's pretty impressive that here in the third quarter, you're going to have two players already with a double-double. I mean, that's honestly shows you that this team has some versatility throughout their lineup. As number 25 dies, she takes her free throw shots. Going in here. This isn't a play-by-play, -play, though. Ren. What are you looking forward to most come Monday? Like, is it just the atmosphere, just seeing what this stadium may contain come with the fans of the tournament, or are you looking forward to more of the actual play of what, what the two teams will be? You know, honestly, 
since we've been out here broadcasting, we haven't really been able to get down lower down there and actually really watch the game. Which tomorrow I'll be We're, all around this basketball court tomorrow. I'll be very down low. I'll be pretty much seen everywhere. I'll be doing everything I, I possibly today can. We've, we've stuck up here in our little little media area, but um, I'm excited to get down there and, you know. That's going to be a and one there. Actually, no, they're going to call a charge. Good job by her drawing that charge. Well, we only have about three minutes left here in the program for the day. We got to get off to UWF. We got to make sure we can pack up everything and get out to the stadium in time to make sure that, hey, we, we got to get to our other jobs here. And so me and Ren always on the run when it comes to sports. And, uh, yeah, well, anything else you got to add? Come see the ESPN table if you're out here this weekend and grab some koozies. Yeah, we have a lot of koozies from, a lot of koozies. from the Air Force there. If you guys want to come visit us, we're on the second floor. And by the concession stand, so come take, come say hey, come take a visit. Uh, we'll be out here all weekend broadcasting here as we are the station for Sun Belt Conference basketball play. Every team has their own respective radio team out here broadcasting for their fans and fan base. Us, we are we are your hometown home for sports in ESPN Pensacola. So come out here and make sure that you see the Sun Belt Conference basketball tournament. Come check it out if you can't. Tune in on ESPN, ESPN Plus. All the games going to be on ESPN Plus throughout this weekend. I, I, I'm not going to give you my subscription information because, I mean, my, my server would crash. But, yeah, so that's going to be a – that's for me. You can go get your own. Sorry about it. I don't know if you want to give it out, Ren. Not me, though. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to keep mine. And Texas State, they're down now 12. I don't see Texas State coming back and winning this game, if I'm being honest. Well, that was a good pass, though. She did that behind her back, and she's going to pull that. Not a good shot, though. Die has actually been pulled out, so our prediction may not uh, may not settle. But I mean, you don't need her that much now. I mean, she she's I mean, she's taking up. a break. Yeah. I mean, she's sitting on the bench right now, so medical metaphorical bench, Metaf as there is no actual bench. Well, I mean, each player usually gets a chair. I mean, it's it's a chair. She's on her chair. Pulls that jumper. That's off the back iron. That'll be a foul over the back. All right, well, Ren Deputy, I appreciate you for coming out of here and joining me. Davis Allen, he's on the road. He's doing whatever he may need to be doing when it comes to his travels. Um, well, I'm Justin Patrick, and you'll be seeing us on social media. You can catch us on our Facebook page at ESPN Pensacola, Instagram at ESPN Pensacola as well. Come check us out. We'll be posting all of our social media this weekend. Me, Ren, Chad, uh, not Davis, but we'll all be posting on social media to try and broadcast this tournament and you know, show you the insights that is Sunbelt Conference coming out of Pensacola. Uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here for Sports Call. You've been listening to Sports Call with Davis and Justin on ESPN Pensacola, 1330 AM, 991 FM.